The 2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you're an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9th. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Vispero call so that you make sure that you are in the right place. My name is Desi. I am your host for this hour. Today we have Eric Demery from JAWS with us to talk about the upcoming JAWS update of 2022. And before we get started, I will give you all of the information about muting, unmuting, raising hands and all that. And then Eric will speak to us for a half hour or so, and then we will be happy to take questions at that point, and you will know when that is. So otherwise, uh, sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. And if you are on a PC and you would like to mute or unmute, you will use Alt-A. And if you would like to raise your hand, you will use Alt-Y. If you are on a Mac, you will use Command-Shift-A to mute and unmute, and you will use Option-Y to raise your hand. If you are on a smartphone device, you will find uh, a raise hand button right on your screen, and then I will give you permission to mute or unmute at that time, and you should be able to do so. Um, And if you are on a regular telephone with a push button keyboard, you will use star six to mute and unmute and star nine to raise your hand. So I'll turn it over to you, Eric. Thank you, Desi. And uh, thanks everyone for being with us today. Um, I'm always excited as we're approaching a release and uh, the day is coming very quickly. I'll tell you more in a minute. Uh, I will apologize. I'm working and coming to you today from the Clearwater office in Florida. And uh, we do have some people back in the office and uh, and working. So it's gotten a little busier and um, in an area where other people may be near me talking and sometimes it gets picked up. So I apologize ahead of time. Um, we released the 2020 version, uh, the 2022 version. Wow. Years have gone by. The 2022 version, um, around the end of October, we did an update in December. Hopefully, you all got that update in December. And we've been busy working for the past couple of months. And uh, we're uh, done. We're doing a a final spin was done today. And and that's going to our private team uh, to work on over the weekend just to make sure that everything is tight. And... uh, 
Monday we'll be prepping and uh, getting everything ready to go. And Tuesday morning that release should hit. So if you restart JAWS, Zoom Text, or Fusion um, next Tuesday after, say, about 10 Eastern time, you should get an announcement that the new version is available and uh, be able to get that downloaded and installed. Of course, as always, it'll install right over top. Uh, you do not have to remove what you've got, um, and uh, it'll it'll just update. Now, I've got a list of things that I'm going to try and cover. This won't be a complete and thorough list. I will encourage you, when that release hits, go to the freedomscientific.com homepage, and on there, you'll find links for JAWS, uh, update, Zoom text update, or Fusion update, depending on what you run. And if you go and follow that, it'll take you to the What's New page, and you can get to the Enhancement section and be able to see exactly what has changed. Now, the f first and foremost, uh, the pr probably the biggest change that we've done for the February update is that we've updated the driver for our vocalizer synthesizer. And there are some new voices, 29 to be exact. Um, these come in different languages, so they're not all English-speaking voices, but you will find some English-speaking voices, and the names of each of those will be listed on the What's New page. Um, there are some new languages, and that was one of the real key driving points to get it done. We've got a Farsi voice, Slovenian, Ukrainian, Vietnamese, uh, Malay, and Belgium French. So um, this is important, not only that users in those countries that speak those languages can take advantage um, of this now, but also as we're developing and releasing kiosk solutions, and there are uh, many new kiosk solutions going out there, uh, they're looking for us to be able to have the different uh, languages spoken. So Vietnamese in particular was an important one here in the United States. Um, there's a, a very large Vietnamese population, especially in certain locations and uh, for kiosks, that was an important one. So we're glad to get those in. Uh, there are a couple of new English U.S. voices, Evan and Noel. And uh, you'll be able to find these when you've installed the new version. If you go to the voices menu, there's an add and remove voices dialog box. And when you go in there, you can read down through all the voices. Now, initially, the sample button may not be available for the new voices. We're still working on getting something updated on the internet to provide those samples. So if they're not there initially, they will appear later, but that doesn't matter. You can always just download the voice and then uh, plug it in and give it a try and see what you think. Okay, so that's the new vocalizer. Um, other changes in no particular order. We've added, uh, we've made a change uh, and this is, primarily for Zoom text, I mean, for Fusion and for JAWS customers. 
you're all familiar with the insert F4 keystroke, which unloads JAWS. Um, we've also uh, always had a feature in there where you can add uh, another key to that and be able to get it to uh, unload the software and reload it and create a dump file so that if something were going wrong and you were hung, we would sometimes, the support team would ask you to do that. It would create a dump file and it would restart the software and then you could send it in. Well, we've also had requests by people to say, we just want the ability to restart it. We think something is going on and we'd rather restart our software real quick. So we added a new command insert spacebar, which is the layered mode. And once you go into the layer, if you press F4, the function key F4, it will shut down JAWS or Fusion and then restart it right away. It doesn't create any dump files. It'll be much quicker. Uh, it's just a fast way of getting it to uh, restart. You can also even use the voice assistant to do it. So you all know that you can wake it up by saying the word, hey, and then followed by, depending on what you're using, either Sharky or um, uh, Zoomy, and you can then say, restart program. And that when you say restart program, it's the same thing as executing that insert space uh, and the F4 key. In Zoom, we've made a, chant, uh, we've made a change um, because we actually were talking with the people at Zoom that make that this software, and many people have learned that they can press a keystroke Alt Win Alt Windows key plus S uh, when you're running Jaws or Fusion to toggle off the announcements that happen when hands hands go up or people are coming in and out of the meeting, all of the interruptions that you just don't want to hear, so you can toggle it off. Unfortunately, there are some times when you go into meetings when you want to hear those announcements, and when you toggled it off, it stayed off. Even in your next session, uh, the next day, it would be off by default because you turned it off the day before. So we've made the change now that once you've turned it off, if you restart JAWS, it'll be back on again. So uh, you'll have to remember to use that keystroke periodically if you want to turn it on and off. Um, let's see, we added a change at a request. Uh, if you're familiar with the old save as dialogue. So if, if, for instance, if you're running office 365 and you go into Microsoft word and you type up a dialogue, uh, type up some text in a, in a document and you choose to save it. If you use F12, you'll get that traditional save as dialogue, just like you would get, like if you were in Notepad and you did a save as. And you land in an edit field where it wants you to enter the name. And we've added a feature now that if, when you're on that field, if you do insert and the tab key, hold down insert and tap tab, it'll actually tell you the folder in which you're about to save it in so that you don't have to shift tab around the dialog to go find out what folder it's going to send it to. Just press insert tab when you land in that save as dialog in the edit field, and it'll tell you the folder that it's going to get stored in. So nice little feature, and that's one that 
you'll have to get used to. It'll be a good. It'll be a good one for you to keep in mind uh, when you're talking to your friends, and you can share that one with them because they probably won't remember it or know about it. Um, we've also made a change for those of you who have Braille. You know, we added a new feature in December to be able to start showing the clock in your status cell so that you can watch the time or you can actually uh, press a routing key above your status cells and it will flash the time to you. Uh, in, in the current release, it raises dot seven and eight often. And uh, that can be a little more difficult trying to read the time. You don't necessarily need seven and eight raised for this. So we're making it so that uh, it will not show those anymore. Uh, it'll just pop up the time using the, the top six dots, and it'll be a little easier to read. So uh, try that again if you haven't. And by the way, if you haven't used this feature, uh, you can also go into the settings center and search for time, T-I-M-E, or clock, and uh, you'll find the location where there's some settings there to be able to put it on by default if you want to leave the clock always in the status cells, or you can change the clock by a setting in there to be able to switch it from showing minutes and hours to showing seconds and minutes. And you may want to do this if you are doing a recording or you're in a meeting and you know you're supposed to end at a particular time, then having the clock, uh, the timer up there rather than a minutes and hours seeing seconds and minutes, you'll be able to get very precise as to what the exact time is if you're doing something else. And you can set that up to be application specific. So if it was some recording software that you were using, you can make it that whenever you're in that software, the clock is always there and it's always showing you seconds and minutes. Uh, okay, let's see. Google Docs, we've resolved uh, some issues uh, indicating tables when you navigate by paragraph using control up or control down uh, with Braille support enabled. And when in Google Docs with Braille support enabled, we resolved an issue where JAWS uh, was not indicating a new line when navigating by character. So now as you uh, reach the end of a line and you press the right arrow to move to the next character and you actually had to go to a new line, you'll get that indication um, from JAWS. Google Docs, as well uh, as in Word and Editable Messages and Outlook, JAWS will no longer read the entire contents of a table cell when you're navigating with the arrow keys. So as you move into a cell uh, using the right arrow, it's not going to read the entire contents of the cell. It's just going to read the uh, first letter that you land on within the cell. If you use control alt and the arrow keys to move by cell, of course, you would then hear the contents of the cell. Uh, this is desired behavior that we got enough requests in that we're going to go ahead and get that fixed up. Um, navigating dialog boxes in certain web page applications, we've resolved issues where JAWS was sometimes reading dialog titles instead of the label for the current control that you landed on within the table. Uh, 
so we've made some corrections there. And we've improved navigation of Word documents and Outlook messages um, that we first introduced in 2022. JAWS and Fusion users should now experience improved performance when navigating in Excel spreadsheets. You know, we've made actually a pretty significant change for Excel. For those of you who recall, when we released the 2022 version initially, uh, it was uh, performance was vastly improved. We we really increased the uh, speed. Hold on one second, please. I'm going to pause and see if I can ask the crew here to quiet down. So uh, when we released 2022, the initial uh, feedback from everybody was that Word and Outlook, we had improved performance. Things were much snappier. For those of you who are using Excel, when you, uh, in the Office 365 category at least, when you're running Excel using JAWS and Fusion, you're going to notice uh, much more responsive behavior. Arrowing around is going to be much quicker. Things should work a lot better. So uh, watch for those improvements. We've put a lot of months of effort into improving that. Um, we've also continued to make some improvements in Windows 11. So if you've been using, uh, if, you, if you moved up to Windows 11, you may have run into some Issues along the way, we've always tried to fix those. And one particular one, there was a report of alt-tabbing while you were in the start menu causing uh, some issues in Windows 11, and that's been resolved. So that's what I've got on my initial list here. Uh, oh, sentence reading. Navigating by sentence in Teams in particular, we ran into issues because our sen sentence reading commands by default were causing conflicts because Microsoft had applied those same commands for navigating in chat messages. So we've made a change. You can now use Alt with the numpad plus or Alt with the numpad minus to read the next or prior sentence in a document. And uh, it allows alt up and alt down arrow, uh, which was previously used for sentence reading, and it'll work as it's intended in these other applications, uh, Teams in particular for open chat messages. So um, alt with numpad minus or plus, and of course, alt with numpad five is still the same for reading current. So with that, I'm going to stop and we'll open it up for questions. If you've got any comments on what's happening with the, the upcoming release or anything else outside of this topic, I'm happy to take those questions. So, uh, Desi, I'll let you watch the hands. And I think Jane is the first one on the list. Yes, it looks like she is. Just one moment. Let me Make sure I'm in the right spot here. All right, Jane, you should be able to talk. 
Hi. Um, for the uh, last keystroke for the um teams, um, I'm on a laptop. Is there any way that I can do um what was it? Alt and the uh oh god numpad. Um. Yeah. So if you're on a laptop. Yeah, if you're in a laptop layout, there are different commands using the caps lock key, and it wouldn't cause that same interference. Okay, so caps lock and the... You know, I don't know because I'm not using a laptop layout. (laughs) I don't use sentence reading in a laptop, so maybe someone else will chime in and tell you. But I, I know that if you turn on keyboard help, caps lock, and one on the number row, um, and then use... Oh, oh, sentence reading. Yeah, and you'll get sent- you can get sentence reading. Yeah. So, okay, all right, all right. Next, we have Deborah Armstrong. You should be able to talk. Hi there. Um, this Alt Windows X uh, for um, silencing or um, turning on alerts in Zoom. Now, is this a JAWS scripting keystroke or is this a, a Zoom keystroke? Uh, it's a JAWS command, as I understand it, to st- stop JAWS from speaking those announcements. Got it. Uh, I and, and it's Alt Windows S. Oh, S, 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 Okay, thank you. Yep. All right, we have Bobby Vinton. You should be able to talk. Hello, can can you hear me okay? We can. Okay, um, Eric, you know, I got a couple of questions for you. I'll be quick. Um, The new vocalizer versions, um, is this vocalizer three and will it will Allison and Ava, does this add to the voices or does this, um, you know, override them and have all new voices? And the second question is, I did get the ninety dollar annual, of course, and um, I want to know, like next year, do I get a brand new file or do I keep the old one when the, the renewal is up? All right, good question. So starting with the Vocalizer Expressive, this is actually, I think it's like 2.2 or 2.3 or something. I'm not sure if it's a version 3. They have changed things a bit, but it should be the latest and greatest options. Now, they have other, they have newer versions of some of the same voices that we've already provided. However, the changes uh, in those voices that we've already provided wouldn't really be a, uh, anything you would have bene- benefited from. So for the current voices that were out there, we didn't replace those. So if you've already installed, let's say you've got Ava already on your machine, while there may have been a newer version of Ava, it's nothing that would have impacted uh, your use in screen reading. So we didn't replace it. So you'll keep using the existing Ava that's there. Now, if it was a voice like I mentioned, there's a new English US Knoll voice that did not exist in the prior version. So we included it. 
Um, so you can, and you can mix and match. So you can have some of the original ones that we have given you that you might have been using uh, up until now. And you can install one of the newer voices right alongside of it, and it'll still work. You don't have to change anything else. You don't have to replace what you had. You can leave those in and just add the new ones. Now, I'm glad to hear, um, Bobby, that you've taken advantage of the home annual license. This is something available to U.S. and Canadian customers currently. If you're a Canadian customer, you get access to it through the Optelec Canada website. Uh, there should be a link up there to help you land on the page where you can make that acquisition. If you're in the U.S., you visit the e-store. The nice thing about these are you pay by the year. Now, we've made a change um, that occurred, I believe, in December, so that if you purchase today, you're going to be buying a one-year license, and it will do the automatic renewal for you. So you won't have to come back and change anything each year. Um, a week or 10 days or so before the license were to expire. And Bobby, let's say you had bought, let's say you bought last November. Uh, so a week or 10 days before that license is going to expire, you would get an email and you would be asked um, or informed that, let's see, in your case, Bobby, if you bought it prior to December, you would be informed that it's time to renew and that it's going to become an automatic renewal. So when you go through and make that purchase to extend it for another year, at that point, your credit card is stored securely in a, in a, in a, um, in a, in a place where it's not under our control. It's under, you know, the company that actually does this stuff for these websites. So your information will be retained there, and the following year it'll automatic it'll alert you that it's going to renew, and then it will just renew. So you don't have to go back and purchase anything. So once you're in that program, it'll just keep on renewing. Now, if for some reason you decide I want to change the credit card that was used, or I want to discontinue this, I'd rather not have the automatic billing happen. Once you've made the purchase and it's stored, then you simply go to the portal. And there's a choice on the portal for you at that time to manage your account. And when you go in to manage your account, that's where you can make those changes. You can either discontinue the recurring billing or you can modify it and change your credit card. But this is something that lots of users have been asking about. They wanted the opportunity to not have to go back each year and be entering a credit card. Uh, just hang on to the information like we do for everything else today. I mean, I pay all my phone bills and and electric bills and everything this way. So it works out nice. And uh, for those of you who would still like to be able to get a three and a five-year license, those have had uh, been there until December. They've been removed, but they're about to come back up where we've been working on something to get those back. Um, they will not be set up for automatic rebuild. So at the time it ends, you'll have to go back in and repurchase at that point. It'll give you an option each time that you go back to renew those if you want to do annual billing automatically, or you would just say no, cancel that one out, and you can buy a brand new three or five year and start over again. 
So you'll have a choice either way. Hope that answers the question. Okay, next we have Todd. Todd, you should be able to talk. Uh, Eric, can you hear me? We can. Go ahead. All right. First of all, I plan to renew my license early. If I renew it early, will I be able to renew automatically, or will I, uh, um, or will I have to, you know? So you have the home annual license now that you bought and you manage it through the portal today? Uh, yeah. Um, I... So you can go in and choose renew at some point. Renew is available to you in the portal. And when you pick that, mm -hmm. it'll uh, automatically, uh, it'll store your information so that it will automatically renew a year after it would have expired. So let's say you have 60 days remaining on your license and you renew it now. Uh, that means uh, one year and two months later, it will automatically renew again. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Um, one more thing. Um, with the with the December version of Jaws 2022, when I would read my emails, it would constantly say "message body." Has that been resolved? Because that was like um, I'm, I, I'm using an earlier version of Jaws where that does not happen. Uh, but I noticed that when I would read my emails, sometimes at the end of the email or in between sentences, it would say "message body." I hope that's that's not that. something I'm familiar with. So I think if that is something, it was it must have been resolved earlier on. Are you using mm -hmm. Outlook? Are you using Office 365? No, I, I, I use Gmail. I, I use Gmail.com. I use Google Chrome as a web browser, and I use Gmail. My website is Gmail. I mean, my email address is Gmail.com. That's right. Yeah. I so we so we are making we are making a lot of adjustments in Gmail specifically for Google because we work pretty closely with them to make sure that we're we're doing things as they point them out but as customers do too I'll tell you what do me a favor is because if, if we haven't already changed it for the February update it won't be changed now if it's still occurring after you install the, the February update next week I think this would be a good one to call into support and report yeah I'll do that because they said that is when I did, I did call it into support, mm -hmm. and I and they said that they as you wait for the new version of Jaws or the new version of Google. So I'm just hoping that with the new version of Jaws. Yeah, I I am too. I'm guessing that that's been resolved. Okay, well I'll take a look at it on Tuesday. Thank you, Eric. Great, thanks, Todd. All right, now we have Joseph. Joseph, you should be able to unmute. Hi, can you hear me? We can. Okay, I have a question. I know the update is coming out next week. Is there a date or we just have to wait and be patient and it'll be released when it's released? <laughs> Sorry, I was muted. Uh, we are targeting Tuesday morning uh, by 10 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, so... That's my objective, and uh, we're you're pretty good at hitting those dates. If it doesn't hit Tuesday, it'll probably be Wednesday, but uh, I think we're in good shape for Tuesday. Okay, thank you. Yep. And by the yeah. way, once it comes out, when you restart JAWS, as soon as it's live, the next time you restart JAWS, it'll let you know that it's available. It goes and it checks and it sees that it's there, and it tells you at that point. You can either wait for that 
and then install when it tells you it's available or at any time you can just go to the downloads page and say you want to download it and install over top. It's the same thing whichever way you go. Okay. All right. Next, we have Jessica. You should be able to talk. I have no idea if that worked. It did. It did. Okay, cool. Hey, Eric. There. Hey, so I'm having a huge problem right now. The reason I did not know if that worked is because I have no sound. Jaws is not talking. I will be in the middle of something, usually for school, and this will happen to me. My first question is, why? And you're up to date on JAWS. It's all current and everything? I am. 2022 December update. And when you're having this problem with school, are you on Zoom when you're in school? No, it can be anything. Okay. Do you do anything with the sound splitting feature? Um, no, you not, send, re not regularly. You... I've played with it, though. Okay. Uh, so I, the reason I'm asking if you're on Zoom, when this problem would occur where all of a sudden your JAWS output stops coming, um, this can sometimes be because the sound card switched for some reason. Uh, whether it's sometimes it's occurred to me when I go back and forth between Zoom and Teams, all of a sudden my sound card gets changed and JAWS is outputting to the wrong sound card. The one way to try and resolve it, if that's the problem, is, is using the following keystrokes. Tony, I'm going to ask if you can mute yourself. Hang on a minute. Yep. Let me find that here. Got it. Thanks. So, Jessica, so if it's a question of the sound card that just went silent, and you, sh if you're in that state, you could try this. The way uh, to toggle between your sound devices, let me make sure I get these keystrokes right. It's insert and the space bar to go into layered command. Uh, v for voices or volume. C for card. Once you've pressed C, start pressing the down arrow one at a time, and it's cycling through the different sound output devices on your computer. And when it finds the one that you can you should be able to hear uh you'll know it you can just press escape at that point so can you want to try that insert space v as in voice c as in card and then down arrow and if you down arrow about three or four times if it starts to speak this was the problem if it's not that then i'm not sure <laughs> And I think Jessica went silent on us. Jessica, are you are you trying that? I didn't move her permission to talk, but anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what happened to her. I think we. I think she may have had a bigger problem than the sound device. 
So we'll see if she comes back. And if somebody does know Jessica and is talking to her, if that's not the case, I would strongly encourage her to call support. Um, And they may ask her to actually create a dump when it happens and then submit that through the tech support tool so we can take a look at it. Something is going on. Okay. Now, Tony, you can unmute again and talk to us, please. Tony? Hey, Eric. How you doing? Great. How are you? All right. You and I talked back in July at the ACB convention. Back. Um, I One of the utilities that I like in the new version of JAWS is the JAWS Connect utility. And uh, I'm doing an access technology project with sighted individuals where I'm involved in web accessibility and website development. And, Excellent. And I don't know if anybody's heard about this tool or seen anything of it, but I was at the, um, there was a webinar hosted by TGPI back in December that I had gone to and they had talked about that utility. So it's a really cool utility and I liked, and I liked that. And I also saw the JAWS inspect utility as well. Very nice stuff. Yes. So the, what, what JAWS connect is that Tony's talking about is, is it, a technique of being able to allow companies um, or anyone who's creating web content, web pages to be able to um, make a modification. And when you, if you're using JAWS and you land on their web content and their web URL, then you'll be told in JAWS that you can give them feedback. And there'll actually be a link in the links list right on top, provide feedback about this web page. So let's say it was a shopping site and the people who were running this wanted to know, not only is there, you know, TPGI and other companies can tell them if they've created accessible content, what they can't tell them is what was the experience like for the person who was using the screen reader uh, software. And so this JAWS Connect allows you, the JAWS user, to be able to go in and give them feedback. Tell them what worked and what didn't. And if it worked really well, tell them it worked really well. They want to hear that information. And and it's one thing to hear it from somebody who's a tester. It's another thing to hear it from somebody who's an actual user. So watch for that. If you want to experience it, I know that if you go to the TBGI website, They've got it set up on their own website, so you can see how it works. Give them some feedback. Ask them. Tell them you'd like to, to you know, help uh, give other companies uh, that kind of information. And I think this will be showing up on a lot more uh, URLs around the country. So thanks, Tony, for following them on that. TPGI is doing some great work, and I think it'll really help a lot of these companies to hear from users directly. Oh yes, yes, indeed. All right, next we have Meryl. Go ahead and unmute Meryl. Hi, Eric. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Um, I uh, also have the same um, problem that Todd experienced with the message body edit. I've been having that, and I have Gmail. So 
I was told last week when I asked about it to contact technical support, and I haven't had a chance, but I will be doing that tomorrow. So it is a frustrating issue. Well, I suggest, as I said to Todd, I would suggest let's wait until the Tuesday update pops uh, out. And if it's still occurring once you've installed that, then by all means, call support, let them know. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Jessica is back. <laughs> well, so hopefully you can talk now, Jessica. Hey, I am back. There you are. So, so, so we, were you able just, to hear what my instructions were to try? I was, but when I tried to do them, doing insert space is what kicked me out of the meeting completely threw me out. Hmm. My other question was going to be, I have an Elbril. Mm-hmm. Adi and others have been saying that when the February update comes out, the version of Windows 11 will also be ready for the Elbril. Mm-hmm. Do you have any news on that? Or... Should I write to Adi and tell him that Tuesday is the day? What are we yep. doing? He, well, he knows that we're coming out Tuesday. So you'll have to just double check with maybe with the Braille list. Uh, Alert head I'm, now. I'm sure that anything that's going to occur whenever the new Windows 11 or, you know, whatever they would suggest, that will all get communicated through that Windows, uh, through that Braille list serve. So I would watch for that. And I definitely think that if you are experiencing um, losing your JAWS output periodically here, uh, you want to call into support for sure. Let's get them engaged. They should. I would hope, Jessica, that what they're going to tell you to do is that when it happens, when you lose speech, they would want you to do a dump of JAWS and get a crash log so that they could then find out what JAWS was doing when it went silent on you. This is happening on my HP, and I've called them, and they have no idea why. Hmm. They're like, we have no clue. We can't help you. Nobody well, else has reported it. You're the only one. Well, I'm stumped. And I you guess, have they, have they suggested to you to uh, to try and clear user settings or uninstall, remove shared, and start over again? That's what I've had to do every time, and I'm going to have to do it here in a second. Because but, does it, but does it resolve the issue? Yes, only if I do what you just said. If I basically start over with nothing, and, no and how long? And and that doesn't occur again, or it does occur again, but it doesn't happen for some period of time. Do you, do you it, know? It will occur again. It's just a matter of when. It could be a couple minutes, and it could be a couple days. Oh, well, well, something's not right. It's finicky. So, all right. Well, I want I'm you to. Using, uh, I'm using the latest version of JAWS on Windows 11. I don't know if it's a Windows 11 thing or what's. Let's get the, I, I want you to get the update that comes out on Tuesday installed. And if it's still occurring, 
call back into support and tell them you were talking to me and that I wanted you to, uh, to talk to them one more time, that you've got the update installed and it's still happening on Windows 11, okay? Okay, thanks. Thank you. All right, I think we ran out of hands. I think we're out of hands here, yep. Absolutely. Uh, I hope that some of the folks that are here will be joining us in Anaheim, California in March. We're going to be at the CSUN convention in person again. And we have a slew of folks coming from Vespero to attend this year. We're going to have some of the developers there, the training people. Those of you who have listened to Rachel and Elizabeth, they're both going to be there at the conference. So it's going to be a great time. If you are in the Anaheim area, make sure you come to that show and come by and see us. Uh, we're also looking forward to the summer conventions. I don't know if things are going to be in person this year or not. Uh, I think at this time they're still uh, scheduled to be in person. So we'll have people at those summer conventions and look forward to seeing everyone at those. There was also a great training webinar that I listened to this morning uh, that Elizabeth and Rachel did on track changes and comments in Word documents. And I believe that will be posted uh, for people to be able to go back and listen to within a day or so if you if you didn't get a chance to attend and, and join that one. Uh, it was a very good educational webinar using track changes and putting comments and documents and seeing how that all works is tricky. And if you listen to the recording, because there were a lot of keystrokes involved in that, listen to the recording. Uh, it'll give you a chance to practice it. Okay. As Tony's got a hand up. Yep, you just put it up there. Okay, Tony, you should be able to talk. Um, Eric, the CSUN conference, are you going to have um, virtual um, meetings there so that we can listen if we can't get out there? Uh, as I understand it, and you'll have to go to the CSUN 2022 website to get more information, I understand that Many of the sessions that get done will be virtualized, but I think you have to sign up for the conference. So there may even be a fee uh, to be able to get access to those virtual sessions. We don't control that. That's all controlled by CSUN itself. So you'll have to check with them. Oh, okay. No problem. We'll do. Thanks. Okay. Yep. All right. And now, Greg. You should be able to talk. Well, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, uh, I've got a problem with Outlook and JAWS, and it's probably, you know, I don't know if it's been resolved or not, but um, sometimes I'll get in to Outlook and I'll bring up a, an email and I'll be able to hit the H button. I'll be able to hit the H button and, you know, go down by header, by header, by header. But other times, if I go in and delete some emails and then go back into um, 
you know, the like the email, like for uh, the schedule for you know, the day for ACB, the I'll just say H H H, and it doesn't do anything. And then at other times, I notice that when I'm reading down through a body of an email, and I do the um, insert the uh, one two three four uh, the eight button, you know, to go down through. Um, it will not speak the the beginning letter of every line. Is that something that I have set up incorrectly, or? So I think I think you're identifying probably a couple of different issues. The one where you've deleted some emails and then you open up one and you try to press H for headings and it just says H. Yes. Um, I'm not. I would think at that point, if it's just saying H, it thinks that you're in an editable message rather than a read-only message, <laughs> rather than a message that you just opened. Okay. So the virtual cursor is probably not turned on or focus isn't really in the message, even though it opened, we believe, you know, at least JAWS believes that focus is somewhere else. Right. Uh, when it happens, if you did a say line, is it actually reading some text in the message? It's you know the the cursor set up correctly. It you know it'll read what you know. It's so you you definitely feel like you're in the ACB daily schedule message, whatever it was you were trying to read. Absolutely, you, because it I can feels arrow, like you're there. Yeah, I can arrow up and arrow down, and it reads it and it, you know, and it reads now, it. Now what I do, what I've done, you know, when it does happen, is you know I'll drop Outlook, bring it back up. And it works fine. You know, the H will go to every heading. Okay. So, so, and you say when you drop out that you unload it, but what if you were just to alt tab away from that message and then alt tab back? Does it start to work right? Um, I do not think that it works right. I can give it a try, but yeah. Um, so, I guess the big thing is to try and if you find a sequence of, if I do this, this always happens. Um, that would be great for us to be able to reproduce it. Right. Um, okay. I mean, I cl clearly it's, it, it, it sounds to me like the virtual cursor is not working right, but if you can read the message, the virtual cursor is, so why aren't the quick navigation keys working? I'm not really sure. The second one that you brought up where it wasn't reading the first letter of each new paragraph, is this, an, this is an Outlook 365. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So something something is going on. This is one that I've heard something about. I have not had this occur myself, but I have heard others mention this, where it'll be like the first letter of the first line in a new paragraph gets uh, this, dropped, and it gets dropped during a say all. Yes. Um. I'm going to guess that when this does happen, it is a message that's come in from some message generating software. So it's like a newsletter or something rather than an email that somebody has sent you. It's actually coming from a listserv or an organization or something where they've sent you a, uh, a formatted uh, machine generated message. Right. And there's some formatting tables involved and this bug, whatever it is on our side, has to do with 
moving into a table and dropping the first letter because I've heard something about that. So this also may be improved in this Tuesday update next week. If that one is still occurring, my guess is when it does happen, it happens on the same message each time. Okay. And if it, and if that is the case, getting this one reported to support and having them, hopefully they would ask you if you can attach the email that demonstrates it and send that into the support team. So we can actually put your email that makes it happen right. or that, that JAWS will see it. And we'll try and uh, reproduce that one and get to the bottom of it. But I think that's going to be tied to tables used for formatting in some of these machine-generated email messages. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you. All right, and next we have Penny Moss. You should be able to talk. Okay, can you all hear me? We can. Yeah, hey, Eric, how you doing? Good. Listen, I, I got a quick question. It's kind of a stupid question, but I'll ask it. I was, I'm one of these people that when I update to a new version of JAWS, I like to take off the old version. And I forgot how to do it. I, there used to be a way you could go in where it said explore JAWS, and it would give you a choice whether you were going to repair that version or uninstall it. And I forgot how to get there. Well, first of all, let me just say, there, there is no real need to do that. You should always be able to install over top. So are you running 2022 today? Yes, I am. Yeah, so installing the new one over top of the old one should be just fine. Right, but I was wanting to get rid of 2021. Ah, if you want to get rid of 2021, the way I do it, and there are many ways to skin a cat here, but the way I do it is I open up the start menu, Mm -hmm. And I type in control panel. Okay. I go to control panel and I go to programs and features. Mm -hmm. And in there, you look for Freedom Scientific JAWS 2021. You'll find mm -hmm. that one listed okay. and say, uh, th then just press enter on it and it will uh -huh. come up and it will say, do you want to uninstall this? And that's that's where you can do the uninstall. Now, where, when it says do you want to remove shared components? I would not choose to do that. Just uninstall the software. Right. I don't ever remove the shared components nope. because that messes up your... Yeah, you should only do that if support directs you to do it, and they'll, they'll give you the, okay, the best so steps. I, so so I go to control this. panel and mm -hmm. go to programs and features, mm -hmm. and you'll land in a list of all your installed programs, and you look for Freedom Scientific, jaws 2021 2020, oh, 2021 okay and then press enter on it okay okay thank you so much yep um seemed like i had another quick question but so the update is coming out on tuesday yep. and i heard you say that it's going to help with some of the gmail things is that right we 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 constantly making improvements on the gmail's uh place and also uh, anyone who's using Excel should be noticing some you know, vast improvements. Okay. And we're, you know, there's a, there'll be a lot of uh, fixes. Look at the What's New page off of the home page and look for the enhancements in the February update, and the, okay. they'll all be listed there. Thank you. Thank you, Penny. Mm. And with that, I think I may have to wrap up. I've got another meeting I'm going to have to get to, and we're closing in on the top of the hour. Yes, we are. Well, it's been a pleasure to be your host and 
Thank you very much. Thank you, Desi. It's been it's been great to be here again. I look forward. I think I'm back uh, next month as well. All right. So if we don't see you at CSUN, I'll see you back on ACB Community. I'll see you at CSUN. All right, Larry. Looking forward to it. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks, Larry. And we'll close for now. Thanks, Desi. We'll close for now.